Salam Salam from BA. This is a Rorschach Ethiopia update from the 27th of July 2023. A quick summary of what's going down in Ethiopia. Shocking news from Tigray as the region's Disaster Risk Management Commission said that more than a thousand people have died of starvation. The commission said that this tragedy happened because the U.S. Agency for International Development and the World Food Program have both stopped providing humanitarian aid for 90 days. Recall that they stopped sending donations to Tigray following allegations of aid diversions. An official of the commission urged all stakeholders to help with donations. Investigations are ongoing. Still in Tigray, Tigrayans are still recovering from the ravages of the war. Last week, it was Tigray's business community that voiced concerns. On the 16th of June, the National Bank of Ethiopia, the chief regulating entity of all Ethiopian banks, announced that low knees in Tigray will have to pay back loans to banks with full interest. This decision did not sit well with Tigray's business people. The chambers of commerce of the region's capital Makele and another city called Adigrad said that Tigray's business community suffered economic, social and humanitarian losses. They also said that some businesses have gone bankrupt as a result, adding that they expected the federal government to come up with a fair solution. The chamber said that the National Bank's decision is shocking and will adversely affect the business scene that is slowly recovering. Both chambers informed the media that they have requested the region's interim government, the National Bank and the Ministry of Finance to overturn the decision. In other news, a delegation led by Prime Minister Abiy Ahmed went to Russia on Wednesday the 26th. The PM went to Russia to participate in the second Africa-Russia summit held in St. Petersburg. On the day of the delegation's arrival, President Putin told the delegation that Ethiopia and Russia will sign about 15 bilateral treaties. The fields in which the two states are set to work together are atomic power generation, cybersecurity and information technology. PM Abi said that the two countries will continue to work together, their historical alliance serving as a foundation. As you probably know, Russia invaded Ukraine and they have been at war for the past year and a half. A week before his trip to Russia, Prime Minister Abi had a chat with Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky. The two talked over the phone last week on Thursday the 20th on international and bilateral matters. PM Abi also tweeted that he talked to President Zelensky about the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine and, quote, the means and ways of bringing peace, unquote, between the belligerents. The situation in some of the regions of Ethiopia is turbulent. Some places are completely unsafe for travel. One of the regions with sporadic clashes is Gambela. The situation in the region is so dire that even though last week most of the universities in the country held graduation ceremonies, Gambela University didn't. The university had planned a graduation ceremony to be held last week on Thursday the 20th. 
However, the university confirmed that it wouldn't celebrate graduation this year with university authorities, saying that given the present instability, quote, it would be meaningless, unquote, to hold the ceremony. The state of affairs in Gambela led to many asking questions about how the National University Entrance Exam will be dealt with. The region's education bureau said on Saturday the 22nd that parents of students who will take the university entrance exam can rest assured as the federal police will take full responsibility for the safety of the students and will reliably protect them from any danger. After the statement, the Ministry of Education and the regional government held talks and ultimately decided to add another venue for the entrance exam. Previously, only Gambela University was set to host examinees. Now the Gambela Health Science College will be another venue to sit for the exam. Speaking of the National University entrance exams, this year's edition began Wednesday the 26th with social science students having entered the campus of universities near them. Recall that the entrance exams used to be administered locally in public high schools but that led to rampant cheating. The government decided last year to change the format and venue of the exam. This is the second time students will take the exam in universities. The social science stream students are set to finish their exam this Friday the 28th, and natural science stream students will follow shortly. The Commercial Bank of Ethiopia is the largest in Ethiopia and the only one state-owned. The bank announced this past week that its deposits have surpassed a trillion burr or about 20 billion US dollars. The bank's president, Abey Sano, said that even though the bank had fallen short of its goal to collect more than 200 billion burr in deposits for this fiscal year, the result is satisfactory given the growing and stiff competition in Ethiopia's banking industry. In the past two years alone, the number of banks in the country has almost doubled and that number is only set to grow as the government opens up the banking sector to foreign firms with plans to grant five licenses in the next five years. The Commercial Bank of Ethiopia also revealed plans for the upcoming 2023-2024 fiscal year. The bank aims to collect a staggering 214 billion burr or almost $4 billion. Last week we told you that Njibara University awarded beloved singer and songwriter Echkayehu Shibabao, also known as Gigi, an honorary doctorate. After that piece of news, more universities announced their honorary doctorate awardees. The oldest and most prestigious university in Ethiopia, Addis Ababa University, awarded Binyam Balate, founder of the humanitarian organization Macedonia. His humanitarian organization helps thousands of mentally ill people and the elderly who are living in dire circumstances. Another first-generation university that gave out honorary doctorates this year was at Bardar University. It awarded journalist Maaza Beru who is the owner of the first-ever private radio station. The Prime Minister's wife, First Lady Zenash Tayachu, and long-distance running legend Keneniza Bakale also got 
honorary doctorates, the former from the Adama Science and Tech University for her contribution to building more than 25 schools all over the country. RC University awarded an honorary doctorate to Kenaniza, mainly for his contribution to the athletics field. And to wrap up this edition, a hotspot for foreigners in Addis and locals alike is the Fandika nightclub. It's not a regular nightclub, it's a cultural one. It's located in the heart of the city and is known for showcasing performances from the famed, quote, Asmaris, unquote. The, quote, Asmaris, unquote, are poets, slash singers that add a touch of humor to their performance. They roam around the venue with their traditional single-stringed music instrument, masinko, and craft metaphorical lyrics, occasionally poking fun at members of the audience. The land in the area where Fendika is located is much sought after. Nearby, there are many luxurious hotels and recently, the government revealed plans to demolish the nightclub and give the land to developers, which caused outrage. Following the backlash, the government altered the plan, provided that the owner of the club, renowned dancer and choreographer Malaku Bolai, would build a more modern building himself. If you are in Addis, you'd be missing out a lot if you didn't stop by Fandika for a drink or two. Don't believe us? Check out Fandika's website with the link in the show notes. And that's it for this week. Thanks for joining us. We are a few people trying to share information with no ads. Support us financially with the link in the show notes so we can keep doing these shows. If you can't, tell your friends about us and hit the subscribe button. Ciao!